0: Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new beard wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's what's out- the name? Uh, Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. G-Money's
1: up front. I've
0: been I'll put, put you, I'll you on I've been you on the, man. I'll I'll you man. You on the you Maestro's,
1: man. You forgot the I brought you? You forgot where I brought you up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot about Ghost? All
0: right,
1: all right. Who is his name? Ghost. You know him <laughs> He cool, man. <laughs> Ghost is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic beard care products yes. today at Target. CVS, mm-hmm. or go on com and use the promo code QUEENSFLIP to get 10% off. 10%, that's it? I thought it was, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, I got it. Make sure you go there today. Log on. Maestros with S.com. I'm from Queens. G-Money! Yo. What's up, man? How you doing, man?
0: Yo, I want to get right to it, man. Listen, I want to address a few things. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, You know, I've been reading the comments. You know what I'm saying? People people are talking crazy about a comment I made in the last episode. But I don't, I, I don't believe the guests. Mm-hmm. What's well, I, I don't know who to believe on the show anymore. That's what I said. People are kind of mad about that, so I, I want to apologize to Pastor Benny and uh, Camo, cano? Oh, cano, 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 Kano. You know what I'm saying? If they felt any kind of way about that comment, but what I was trying to say was, each show we meet the guests sometime for the first time. We chop it up before. You know what I'm saying? Behind the scenes, we talk, we build. Some people we vibe with more than others. Whatever the case is, so when they come on the show and tell a story, you know what I'm saying. I feel like you know, I'm I'm taking it as a genuine story, like it's it's it's, it's damn near the truth. Is what I feel like. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after the show, usually not every guest, but a lot of guests we had on the show, we post a clip up in the comments, and people are like, "Yo, he's lying. Oh, he's a fraud, and this and that." They show paperwork. They show this and that. And in the street, it's stopping the street, telling me how this person is not telling the truth. And you know what I'm saying. Then we get another guest on the show to testify their side of the story about the last guest we had and then they tell a whole different side of the story so when I said that last episode I would just say I don't know who to believe anymore you know what I'm saying because we get different guests here everyone has this you know who knows the truth is, is 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 his side his side and it's the truth Yes, sir. we don't know so I don't know who to believe anymore is what I'm trying to say so hopefully this guest today you know what I'm saying I, I, I'll i probably believe him again like I do most of the, most of the guests <laughs> you know what I'm saying but he's like a stand up guy so he, he should be he should be alright yeah though
2: <laughs> He's like, shit. Shit. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I, I just wanted to say that before
1: we get started, you know what I'm saying. The, so you've clear. been you've been reading the comments, reading the comments. I'm seeing what people <clears> talking <throat> about, and in, in in you know. So they were displeased that the fact that you questioned the pastor and Connell
0: They said, that, you know, they felt like I was talking about um, more than I, I guess that they felt like I was talking about more than just that those guests we had. I, I don't believe the guests on the show anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm handling these stories, and I'm I'm kind of thinking the guests we got are lying. I'm just saying that. You know, we interview one guest, and then next week another guest, and there's two sides of the story. I don't know who to believe is what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? They both have these stories. We're not there to see the truth. So, you know, just want to clear that up real quick for the, for the fans that's on YouTube and commenting. And, you know what I'm saying? People DMing me crazy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, well, it sounds like it's coming from—is the mic lines in there down? For the, It is? I don't know. Damn, his voice is echoey. I'm sorry. This is very good. It's okay. No, I got an echoey voice. No, 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 no. Pardon me. It's me. It's me. My ears. I'm just excited about because this guy is doing this to me. Um, <laughs> I agree. Um, I appreciate you. Man, I just want to say thank you, man. You know me. September, the end of September is looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you f-
0: Hold on. Let me get my shit together, man. Get right. <laughs> <laughs> Working hard out here, man. Grinding. A lot of parties. A lot of parties, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. You put a lot of work in for for the script. People don't know. Uh, You You don't know the traveling you have to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you put a lot of work in, bro. I want to thank you, man. You know what I mean? I I won't get all emotional, but, you know, I think that, you know, (laughs) we're seeing, you know, this thing is coming up and I'm not trying to be cocky on anything. I just appreciate all the love. You know, I learned my lesson and I look, I look into the camera when I say this, you know, how I used to act, how I was with the people, very, you know, aggressive and stuff and, you know, I'm just excited and happy that, you know, we're able to be one of the podcasts in the world that people really look forward to the next content. And I'm not trying to bicker with fans or mm-hmm. argue with anybody. There's enough room for everybody to eat. And another thing that I learned that it's harder to show love and it's easier to hate. So I want you to support all the podcasts. We just in our lane doing what we do, and we want to salute everybody that's doing it. All the podcasts,
0: the bloggers, the
1: radio shows, whatever yeah. y'all got going on. If you feel that we copied you, fine. You know, we it's, it's all good.
0: We love just, is love man. Yeah,
1: we just doing us. G money. Yo, how you doing, man? You good? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> this guy good. Yo, why you posted? You posted a nice video on your Instagram. You didn't oh, put... <laughs> I, I,
0: I, didn't, I didn't. tag anybody.
1: Who was that? A friend of a friend. Do you know her Instagram? Yes. I would like to talk to them about the show. Okay. Episode motherfucking 103. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. We got an episode today. Man. We got a special guest. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. How you feel about this
0: episode? I feel great. You know why? Because he has a great uh, first name, you know?
1: I don't very, know. Very
0: strong, very powerful name.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, he seems a little cocky. That's fine. I think it's, it's the, I think it's the Gary's.
0: The Gary's. I mean, you know,
1: one of a floor, my man Gary Hay- it's Hayward, right? Yes, Gary Hayward in the building. What's poppin'? How you feeling, man? i good, man. Welcome to flip the script, man. Okay. Okay,
0: look, like he's ready. He's, he's ready. <laughs> you
1: ready. You ready? You ready? You just ready?
3: Hey, let's go, baby. Mm.
1: Um, we like to welcome you. You know, go to my man G Money. You know, G Money definitely, man. I, I, before I get to you, or we get to you, I just wanna. Not jump the gun, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, G Money got we got, we have a format. I don't it's, be following sometimes, t- t- <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> we got a format, and you know,
0: yeah, yeah. So take us back, you know, you know, um, you you're here for a reason, obviously, you know what I'm saying to, to talk about certain topics and things. But we want, well, you know, this podcast wants to get to the the uh, beginning stages first. So tell us where you are from, you know? Oh,
3: uh, uh, from Harlem, Polo Ground Projects. Okay, you know, born and raised. So
0: what kind of kid were you growing up?
3: Um, I was a clean nosed kid, stay out of trouble, <laughs> play basketball, you know, okay, the usual. Okay. Uh went to rooftop roller skating. I don't know, that was a famous rink around my way. Mm-hmm. joined the Marines. I'm a army I'm a Marine ah, I'm a Marine War vet. Mm-hmm. So after I came out of there then that's when I became a correctional. officer
0: So you grew up with both both parents in the household or uh, just my mom's. Mom dukes. Yeah. Your, New dad, New your dad was where? You, you know, where he you was around, around. And
3: then he passed away like about <clears throat> two or three years. About, about 99, mm. he passed away.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So so you're into sports. You're you, you, you were in Harlem. Born, Played basketball.
3: I lived across the street from the Rutgers, so you know, hanging oh. on the fence, watching everybody play. Wow. And stuff like that. So, Were you nice in basketball? No. <laughs> 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 nah, I was all right. You know, I helped my own. I made all the local teams. That's real. You know, the Gauchos and I play, stuff I like
0: Gauchos that. I played Gauchos
1: also. Man. See, Scott, we got a lot of comment already, man. Yeah. Not good, good to you. Not to you. So you playing in the Gauchos and everything. So growing up in Harlem, what, you single parent, I guess you say, with your mom. Yeah. And then did you have a lot of fights when you was a kid? Did you fight it? Were you picked on?
3: You know, what, what type um, of um I can say for the most part, at, at, at first, I was a follower, you know, running around. Because when I, when I was coming up, the the gang was a Zulu nation mm. at the time. and oh Hold on. No, but listen. <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I was a follower. I, I wasn't really a member of that. It's just that kids around me, some kids around me that didn't take it serious was like a little fad. Because the fad was, uh, at the time, they wore them little African leather Medallions. Yeah. Everybody was buying them and stuff like that, but you wasn't really, like, officially, I guess, in Zulu Nation. You had one of those? I bought a couple of them and lost them and, and bought them and, and lost them, you know, because mm-hmm. I really wasn't into I was into partying, playing basketball, okay. and I was a jokester.
1: But were the rumors about the Zulu Nation active back then about what Africa Mbada was doing? Never
3: heard of that. I never heard of that until recently. Mm. I never heard of nothing like, nothing like that. Hmm. until recently
0: how'd you feel hit about it now like recently how'd you feel when you heard about
3: it well my thing is like you don't know the truth you don't know I mean I haven't really did any investigation I just heard what everybody else heard right right uh about him. and you know it's just it's crazy because you know we're in the era of people coming out that have been doing that yeah you know because it' probably been going on for the longest we just didn't know what was going we ain't pay attention because I'm say i'm not homophobic I ain't got nothing to say against the LGBT, you know, the community. Mm. But back in my day, it wasn't just rampant. Act. They wasn't just out running around like that. So it's not like you can say, "Oh, yeah, I know he been doing that. He been doing that." But people around him was like, "Oh, he been doing it." Uh, you know, I never heard nothing like, that. especially in the old old, old hip hop. You know,
1: mm. it's unfortunate though, like that. You know, the things that the people go through talking about it now. You know, you have people like, you know, that that came out. You know, I mean, we don't have to really say names. We know the names, but that mm-hmm. came out and talked about it, and it's, it's, it sounds crazy because a lot of people looked up to African Ben and the Zulu Nation, and, you know, they say that uh, for them knowing and condoning it, it, it kind of puts a stain on the Zulu Nation, don't you think?
3: But uh, you're saying that the Zulu Nation knew that he was that way or that's doing what, those things?
1: That's, that's what's there. That's what the rumors are saying.
3: I mean, it's a lot of people that we look up to who do a lot of foul stuff mm-hmm. behind... true closed doors, it just be weird to you and you would never think they are like the like a lot of people who pass away, then you find out, oh, you know, he was one of those and <laughs> pedophiles and doing all that. You're like, what? You know, so if it's not out there like that, how you really gonna know? Hmm. How you know who's doing what right now? You no, know, there's a bunch of rumors. I mean, when I was in Saudi Arabia, they was like, oh, Bobby Brown got AIDS and new addition, and you're like, come on. <laughs> You know. What made you
1: join the ma- the, the, the Marines?
3: Um, dropped out of high school, was selling drugs. Mm. Everybody on the block started either getting killed or going to jail. Plus my mother raised me better than that. You know what I'm saying? Then my girl at the time got pregnant. Mm. So it was like, okay, you gotta do something. So my brother, God bless him, you know, he joined the Marines and he came home one time no, my mom's, he out there on that street. So my <laughs> brother snatched me, took me down to the recruiter. I reluctantly went, you know, mm. but after I, I passed the test and everything, it was getting How old was your
1: brother that he took you down? You're talking about you reluctantly, you didn't want to go.
3: Nah, listen, I love the polar grounds. Come on, I was 18, 19 years old, having the time of my life, skating,
1: hmm. having fun. You're talking about you selling drugs as well. Well,
3: well. <laughs> I was a follower. Mm. I'm. I'm not saying to tell you nothing gangster right, <laughs> about right. my childhood. It was. It was like you playing basketball. Everybody playing basketball. Even sure. if you wasn't good, hey, both of y'all, my best friends. Y'all play ball all day. I, how many times I'm standing on the sideline without? Okay, now I'm playing basketball. Right,
2: right.
3: So now, if you start selling drugs and I hang with you every day, and you buy me sneakers and I'm reaping the benefits of you selling drugs, and you're gonna be like, well here, take a pack. You here with me? If I mm. go down, you're going down with me.
0: You're right. So you don't think you, you you might have did that because of the the, the single parent home or just because you, you were just a follower? Well, at the time. my mother was
3: strong, mm-hmm. still to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mother was my rock. So, you know, I my father really wasn't there. So right. my and my mother was strict on me and my brother and my sister. So, it not saying I didn't miss him, but if you never knew that a father was really supposed to be there, you just know your moms. Gotcha. So she did her best. You know, I came out halfway, all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How long you was in the military for, the Marines? Six years. And you went to war? Yeah. What war you went to?
3: Saudi Arabia. Kuwait, 1999. Hmm. No, 1989, 90. Saudi Arabia
1: war. You killed somebody storm. over there? Did I do what? Did you shoot somebody out there?
3: No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Stop... <laughs> Listen, I you can say, a lot of talk,
1: it. but you're not allowed to talk about that, right?
3: Well, listen, if I tell you, yeah, I shot a whole bunch of Iraqi people out there,
1: <laughs>
3: how you gonna know if I'm lying and telling the truth?
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying for, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. be going to feature. <laughs> you, you, know, right. you
3: right, you right. We wasn't. You know, there. I got a lot of medals and anything, you know, to look like I killed a lot of people.
1: But did you do you, you have medals that say you shot?
3: No, but I was in country. I was in country. I was in a light attack helicopter squadron, URA. Okay. You no. Know, Simplify, do or die. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my unit, you know, hit a lot of targets. That's what I'm going to say. Because it, it's not like you can really, you know, at the time, you know, you got to be there. It's not like you hit it, let's roll, roll up and make sure we hit right, them not right. <laughs> I was in a helicopter squadron. I did my job. They did their job, and we moved on.
0: Tell us something about serving that we we, we probably wouldn't know about like for the six years that you've been there. Like Something that we wouldn't know that goes on out there, like if you could speak on that something that we wouldn't have no idea that happens out there. You know what I'm saying?
3: Uh, I mean, y- y'all seen enough movies. A lot right. of movies with detailed about military people in the Marines. Um, I can't say nothing weird really happened except for, you know, like me coming from Harlem, of uh, my recruiter lied to me and told me you know, it was a wartime situation. Because I asked him specifically before I signed on the dotted line, are we going to go to war? Are we going to war? He's like, come on. It's not, we're not going to war. And then first three years was good. Then that last year we went to war, and I couldn't get out. Mm. That's one thing you don't know about the service. If you're supposed to get out on a certain date, but if you start if a war starts before that date, you got to stay in until that war is over. finished, right?
1: Wow. Yeah. So. But but hold up. You try. I I probably still got military friends, yes. and you want to be respectful to the military. Mm-hmm. Talk but with all due respect, you know, we know that there's shenanigans that go on in the military. My mother was a vet, you know what I'm saying, or is a vet, or whatever how it was. And, you know, like, the countries that you guys go in, um, there's some stories that the military guys, and salute to the military, you know, they mess with some of the natives of that country. Are you aware of those type of stories?
3: Uh, okay, now, when talking about, are you talking about wartime situation, or are you just talking about going overseas and going to different countries in general? Both okay, because okay, let me let me address the wartime thing. Please explain. I was in Saudi Arabia, so they had strict rules. The women though, was all wrapped up. You really, you very, first of all, very rarely did you see uh, a, a native Saudi Arabian woman where I was at in Kuwait. Um, they was all wrapped up from head to toe, so you wasn't messing with none of them. Mm. They had simple rules, like, like I can see you, hey, Gary, you no, know, what's going on? Everything okay? You can't do that because to them, that's the evil eye don't shake their hand with the left hand because that's the hand you wipe your ass with, you know, with certain things. Then they had certain certain sacred grounds you couldn't walk on. And then, like, about, I think, 6 p.m. before dusk, they, you know, they all, no matter where they're at, they stop and they pray and it's, like, I don't know, the Saudi Arabian thing come over a loudspeaker and they be, like, praying, you know. And, you know, we, American, we, you know, they wanted us, while we was in their country, to respect that that they pray at that time every day. So we would be indoors, you know, we wouldn't just be totally disrespectful, walking around like it didn't matter. So in that in that retrospect, nah, you wasn't messing around with no, um, with no women like that. Now, as far as I went to Korea, went to uh, Okinawa and all that stuff, there's a lot of Marines and people who fell in love with the women over there. And some of them even got out of the military and stayed over there. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was a bad thing, like, you, you know, y'all you taking advantage of that Because now the, when I went in there, the bad... Well, I'm going to say the quote-unquote bad thing. You could have went to the Philippines before they kicked all the Americans out. You know, and a lot of people was going over there. Now, you say taking advantage. Some people say helping. Meaning, you find a little Filipino chick that want to rock with you. You give her $60. she going to take care of you for six months. Feed, clothe you, iron your clothes, and do whatever else you want to do. You know, that was the Philippines back in the day. So until they got all the American troops out of there. So but Okinawa and all that nah. man.
1: So you never heard the stories of, you know, your 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 buddy, your, your military uh compadres um you know, uh so the stuff that they do in the movies and the shows are not true then. You know, uh the military guys being aggressive and and taking advantage of some of the women away. Not, its not true.
3: I can't say it's not true. I can say that I never did that, and no, nobody in my, around me, never did, because we wasn't really around women like that, because as Marines, we the first to go in, tear it up, do what we got to do. So mm-hmm. it, it ain't all about you going to get some ass and... Well respect. You, you know, stay first of all, I ain't going to lie, I was scared to death, STD. Scared to death. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> oh, <I'm>,
3: that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was good, that was
3: good. That was good. Uh, you I got was a little bit done. Done. I was early in the Yeah, I, was for, I mean, listen, I'm from Polar Grounds. You know, I'm a young kid coming from Harlem. Yeah, I joined the Marine and I had a son, you know, trying to do, do right by my kid and stuff like, go to war. Yeah, I don't know. Like go, go to war? And mm. then the, the little briefings they give you is like, okay, say we sitting there talking, yeah, Flip, I think the Knicks are gonna go do this and that. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we don't smell nothing you don't taste nothing, smell nothing, you see my skin start bubbling up. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at me like, yo, the hell is the fuck is going on with you? It's a blister agent in the air, and that's how you know that we're being poisoned, that the air's poisoned.
0: Wow.
3: You know, We had to run around with gas masks on, well, on our side, along with our, with our gun, with our M16, because Saddam Hussein was shooting all kind of chemical and all that kind of stuff, and you had mm-hmm. to put your gas mask on. When I landed in Kuwait, it was like 100, 110, 110 degrees, 6 o'clock in the morning, and then they said he shot some old bullshit at us and I had to sit there until the sweat started filling up <laughs> like the cartoon. Yeah.
1: Wow.
3: So it was real out there. So it wasn't really worrying about no ass. I just want to go home. Go <laughs> okay.
1: back safe. Have no. you ever had any close calls? Because uh, my cousin got killed in the Marine.
3: Yeah, I quite a, a yeah, few close calls. My cousin. Nick. You know, there was quite a few close calls when I was out there. You know, uh, they told us Saddam shot some missile chemical at us, so we had to put our mask on. Mm-hmm. So you got to sit there with your mask on until somebody tell you that the air's all clear. But see, here's the thing. You got these filters in your mask that help you breathe, so you ain't breathing in the poison. And they last only 12 hours. So you think, okay, if he shoots some stuff, I got 12 hours to get the safety in. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Nah, as a Marine, you got 12 hours to find out who shot that shit and go kill it. It ain't for you to get away. It's for you to continue finding, marching into that shit, and, and do what you gotta do. How, how long it stays in the air? Uh, some of them joints for you. Uh, days, you know. Nah, so can do it because you thinking, you know, <laughs> oh, you, you know, that's self preservation. I got my gas mask on. The air's poisonous. Let me find somewhere where the air's not poison. Let me get the hell out of here. Mm. Nah. Keep moving.
0: Salute to you, bro. I, I, I can. I
3: couldn't do it. I don't know how, how you made it through that. So that's crazy. Man, bro, that, bro? it ain't no quitting once you out there. Yeah, I mean... Like, once you inside the it where you gonna go, fella? You, you, we all move up. Where you going? You gotta go
1: get
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to say rest in peace to my cousin,
1: Nicholas White, man. He was killed in Iraq. Okay. Mm. I mean, rest in peace sweet. to him, man. You sweet. know, sweet and, sweet and, man. and I'm gonna salute all the Marines that served, man. And Yes. And yes. Uh, it's not an easy job, man. talking <sighs> about poison in the air, all type nah, I of crazy
0: I'm just visualizing them out
3: there. I said, I can't do it.
1: Really? And that was in the 90s, you said early 90s. Yeah. So it's, probably,
0: it's probably even crazier now.
3: Well, well, it's more technical right now. Mm. Like, even even in, you know, they had Scud missiles, we had Patriot missiles that would knock them out. The, you no, know, knock. supposedly if they launched something, we had the Patriot missiles that would knock it out the air before it really could mm. do harm over here. But who knows how air travels? You know, you knock it out, it's the wind, come yeah. on. It's nature, it so.
0: So so after that you, you come out you come home,
3: yep, come home from the service and uh
0: How'd you feel when you when you came home?
3: Um, one of the reasons I I got out because I had a daughter when mm. I was over there in Saudi Arabia and, uh, she was born and I never saw her. So mm. you had a daughter with who? My my wife. At wife the time. now? No. Not at the time, my first wife, at the time.
1: But you never saw, it. so you went home. No, well, I, you know, did I you... went
3: home. You know, okay. I know what you're thinking. How you know that's your kid? I know. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, to, no but I, I'm gonna break it down. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 okay, what happened was my brother, my um, I went home on vacation. You know, I see my my wife and everything, and and she had got pregnant. And then right after that, I jetted because I was only in Saudi Arabia for like a year, eighteen months, so, but about a year. So. Maybe six months into a pregnancy, I go. I'm going to war. That mm-hmm. yeah, you know, my daughter born, and stuff like that. And because I told you, the war happened like when I was supposed to be getting out the military.
1: Yeah, you said that.
3: So, then uh, when I came back, that that they, they was downsizing the Marines, and they wanted us to go right back, turn around and go right back to Saudi Arabia. And it was like the ultimatum was: since we downsizing and all that stuff, either you you get out, or you come back with us back overseas, and I never seen my daughter. Mm-hmm. So I got out, no, I was ready anyway. So I got out, came back to New York, you know, to be with my family, stuff like that, so.
0: Did you feel you feeling any, any postpartum when you came home, you, you, any? Um...
3: Am I crazy, do I see burning bodies and stuff like that? I mean, yeah, whatever, you know. Sometimes, Sometimes. no, not, <laughs> no. Now, um, nah, I think I'm normal,
2: mm.
3: you know, my family think I'm a, a little still militant, Mm. It's just that I know when you need to do something, you gotta do it. That's it. Facts. Mm -hmm. So so what made you
1: join Corrections? What made you go to Corrections?
3: Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I was looking for a job, because when when I came out of the military, the only job I really could land, being a a war vet, is security. So when you, you know, like see, I wrote all this stuff in my book. You know, I don't know where you guys are from, but in the projects, your moms and your parents always say, listen, get yourself a city or state job, mm-hmm. do the little 20 years, buy your house, put your kids through college and retire. You know, so that's was my goal. So at the time they was hiring, they had a test for police and corrections at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I took the test, I passed it and everything and corrections called me first. So it was like either or, it didn't matter to me. So I became a correction officer in 97.
1: Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Here you go. There we go. Here we go. He became a correction officer at ninety-seven. So now you're a correction officer. When did you start doing the stuff that you wrote in your book? Um, roughly
3: about two or three years after that, because that's when I was going through my divorce and child support and all that stuff. See, I didn't walk in there knowing how to do be corrupt and. Knowing how to bring drugs in, you hear all the rumors, you hear all kind of craziness going mm. on there. And you know, you happy when you first get the job, you know, you hear about the money. I'm gonna be making this and blah blah blah. So, you know, everybody walking there straight and narrow and ready to do the job and be the best CEO that you can that you could be. So
1: that was your goal to be the best CEO that you well, can be. Well,
3: my my yeah my my goal was to do my job. I'm happy I got the job, you know. Now I can do it for my family. Now I can do my thing. So who put you on to do these things? Were you here.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. When you say put me on, like on. nobody put me on and made me do it. I'm just saying, did you watch anybody do it? That you, so you tried, you're you not the
3: first one to do it. OK, I'm going to put it to you this way. Not the first one to do it. It's not. Larry. OK. G-Money. <laughs> they they tell, you, they tell you in the academy. They they try to deter you in the academy from doing anything crazy. Listen, people get busted for bringing stuff in and don't be too friendly with the inmates and all kind of crazies. Um When I was in the academy, the instructor told, like it was like, you know, I could say out of 30 people, like 10 or 15 females, he told females, one of y'all going to sleep with an inmate. Y'all might even have a baby bot. So mm-hmm. you know, you ain't telling me. You know, the females is, you know, not me. Everybody's not me. But these instructors and people who've been in um Corrections a while, they don't seen a lot. Mm-hmm. They don't see and they don't see a hundred people deny not me, not me, not me, and be that one.
1: Mm.
3: You know what I'm saying? It sounds crazy. You you in the academy and somebody gonna tell you that you're gonna give your cooch up to an inmate. <laughs> not, but, so
1: so what was the first thing you did? The very um, first thing, don't act like you don't remember.
3: You, don't, you, don't, you don't act like you don't remember. I put it all in my book. I, I mind, we didn't read I laid, the book
1: yet. We didn't read the book yet. Okay, okay.
3: I'm going I'm to I'm 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 put it to you this way. Oh, Gary man. The first time, I'm keep it a buck. The first time I knew, like, you hear rumors, like, okay, when you become, when you, well, when you become, when anybody go to the island, inmate or officer, there's three things you're going to hear about. you can hear about the two Chinese. Dudes that kicked everybody's ass. It was back, you know, two Chinese brothers that had a fight and beat up a whole bunch of COs. You can hear about the female CEO who fell asleep and dudes nutted all over her face. And then you're going to hear about one CO who tried to sneak a female out uh, help her escape and got an officer's uniform and got her out of jail into the parking lot, but he only got caught because he had to go get his keys. Now, everybody going to hear those, those, those things. So then uh, along with don't be corrupt and people bringing stuff in, you sit there, so now your mindset is, it ain't going to be me. I'm not I'm not bringing nothing in for nobody. So now I'm working in C-76 at the time, and, um, you know, I'm relatively to the big dude, so they challenged me, and I'm talking shit, and I told them, listen, when I come back, motherfucker, I'm going to fuck you up, and it's going to be on. So I go to lunch, and I don't know how how familiar you are when you're sitting at lunch, and we could be sitting here talking, there's a light that go off, an alarm that goes let us know that somebody's in trouble mm. in a housing area. You gotta run down there and help them. So I'm at lunch and the alarm go off and then it's in my housing area. The housing there I just left. And we run down there. And we run down there and the same guy, that, for, let me rewind, the female comes to the gate, all the, all the inmates are on the gate trying to get out. And we all standing out there and the, and the captain's asking the, the officer, what happened? And she's like, gunshots she heard gunshots in her house in there. So now everybody's standing like gun, she bugging. Hmm. So now one by one, we got the inmates out, pat them down, lay them on the floor, pat them, and sure as shit. We went in there It was an inmate sitting there with a gunshot wound to his thigh. Hmm. So that's the first thing that clicked with me, like, yo, how the fuck a gun? Connell said that. Kano said that there was a gunshot in the in the
1: jail. Yeah. yeah he, he said that. Remember yeah, he said there yeah. was a gunshot, and how the gun got in there. Remember? Yeah. I, he said thought dece- he meant,
0: I thought he meant, like, cause, you know, they say guns for the... No, the he C2, said that... So. Remember,
1: he said that Connell said that there was a gunshot in the jail. I remember I'm saying that. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, that's what he was talking about. And how the fuck... He said how the fuck the gun got yeah. in there. Mm. Yeah. But, but hold on. Let's rewind a little bit. Let's tell us about the two Chinese dudes that beat all the corrections officers.
3: <laughs> well, see, I, listen. Just...
1: Do you know their well, names?
3: No, to, to me, to me, they miss, but everybody swear that it was some Chinese because, okay, when you CO, everybody get this, I guess this little, I'm a correction officer, we invincible, us against y'all mm-hmm. type of attitude. But all the inmates are gonna let you know, yeah, it was two Chinese brothers that whipped all your motherfucking ass and shit like that. You hear about it in the academy, you hear about it on allen No way I've never met nobody who really was there and saw the two Chinese people People said that they was there, but just like you said, I don't know. So you don't know the story about the two Chinese brothers that might have
1: beat them all the sea Yeah, you. everybody heard that. Everybody heard that. <laughs> everybody heard that. But but
3: to me, why would they tell you that to deter you? To deter me from what? Fighting inmates? An inmate might kick my ass. Which it happened. Mm. You had a fight with inmate before? I got knocked out by a little Spanish dude with tattoo teardra, a little banner weight little nigga. I mean, can I see Nick? My, my yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hold on, before we get into that, we because, you know, it's, so he had a gunshot wound. Did y'all find the gun? Yeah, we found the gun. Where was the gun at?
3: Hired under one of the M.H. little locker, little P380.
1: A P380. Little,
3: little, one of them little uh, kind of Dillinger type of things that you you easily...
1: Did y'all find out who shot him?
3: Yeah, after, after that, the whole thing fell apart because people get to talking. The whole scheme was... Uh, Somebody, the inmate, you got these inmates that make it to these special, uh, get these special jobs with trustees. So one of the inmates was trusted with cleaning the officer's parking lot. And whoever, I guess he arranged for whoever to drop the, you know, to give him the gun. And he boofed it. It was a small gun. And he boofed it. However, I don't know how he got it in. Because once you're a trustee, sometimes it's like, I know he 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 been here Long enough. He ain't giving me no problems, so you get lax with patting them down and, you know, searching them like you do everybody else. So that's how they got the gun in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, the whole plan was, I take the gun, I shoot you. Who One of us. You sue the city because we're supposed to be care, custody, control, and protecting you by how you get shot inside the jail. So you sue the city, and then we spent the money or whatever like that. That's was the whole plan. But then. Somebody started talking to somebody, and when they, when the football numbers started coming down about the time you going to do and all this sort of stuff, then everybody started talking.
1: And they didn't get a chance to
3: sue the city. Oh so I, No, I ain't followed that much. I just, after after I heard the scheme fall apart, then it's like, ah. Right.
1: So after that first gunshot, you saw a gunshot room, in your mind, you like, I'm about to jump in the, in, in the you No, know, in my
3: mind, it's like, listen, you hear, like, okay, up until that point, you hear about, People bringing stuff in and people getting arrested at roll call as soon as they come to the jail, so they say that to scare you, deter you from from bringing something in. So now here it is, somebody got shot right you no, know, right in front of my face. Hmm. Somebody got that gun in here, or somebody didn't check somebody coming in here for the for for that to happen. So it's like, mm. and then you got the senior officers, the people who've been there, that ain't shocked. Like me and my new, we like it's a gun. How, you know, we, we like a gun. Like, oh, my God, the whole Racket's Island is gonna blow up. But the scene, dudes is like, yeah, all oh, right, yeah, well, you yeah. know,
1: it happens. I'm about to get at it, man. I see right, your face. Do what Yo, you Gary, do, Gary, man, do come on, do. bro. When was the first, what was the first thing you brought in,
3: bro? Okay, um, first of all, I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna, i humming not humming a. This is, the thing is, you know, you know what I mean?
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You know,
3: <laughs> I'm not but the thing is, good. it's tricky because cigarettes. When I first started working, everybody, cigarettes, cigarettes were sold in commissary. Mm. So, you know, if you have money, you can get cigarettes. So they started banning cigarettes, taking cigarettes off the island. So I had a good friend of mine. Like, I mean, first of the all, they're going to tell you, you're going to meet, you're going to see 40,000, 50,000 people that you knew growing up, mm-hmm. high school and everything. So it was a friend of mine that I knew. At the same time, I was smashing his sister. So he actually got, he was a bum. I ain't gonna say a bum ass, but he just, he needed some money. And he could sell cigarettes. So his sister was going to give me a pack of cigarettes to give to him, even because he had no money for commissary. So I figured he'd give him the cigarettes. He could sell the cigarettes around Around the jail. So that was the first thing I did. I brought him a pack of cigarettes, which I didn't really think was a big deal because they sold them in commissary. Mm-hmm. That he ain't not no fucking money. Hmm. So that was the very first thing that I did. And his sister had put two things of weed. No, she opened the cigarette box, put weed. I didn't know she did that. <laughs> After a while, he told me, <laughs> nigga got me. But I put it all in my book. You know, I, listen, every step that I went through, mm-hmm. I put it in my book. What's
0: the name of your book again?
3: Corruption <laughs> Officer. Gotcha. Cause that's what the MA say, all oh, y'all corrupt so you're not correction officers, y'all corruption officers.
0: Now you doing that, that that was the first time that you've heard of someone bringing something in? Or With was, the gun? No, the cigarettes. The
3: cigarettes, you mean did you, well, see,
0: did you see any any any, any other nah, CEOs do it before? I never
3: seen I never seen no other officer So you the, just the only weirdest thing I seen an officer give MA a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. But see, when they training you to be an officer, they was like if you give an MA a piece of gun, I mean a piece of gum, you'll bring him in a weapon. And that's your train of thought. If you think it's mm. if you think it's nothing wrong with giving them a, a stick of gum, then you ain't gonna think it's nothing wrong with bringing them whatever. Right. So, you no, know, you gotta be stern and hardcore. Like I'm not giving them nothing.
0: So you didn't see no like no one no one influenced you to think about that idea. That was just your soul.
3: Nah, but see, you hear stuff, and then during the course of me being in there the three years, I don't see officers lose their job, get in trouble for doing that.
2: Mm,
3: okay. So, like, did I sit here and see Rob break somebody off and? Bring weed? In. Nah, they are not gonna come on. Mm. Nobody knew I was doing it until I hit the paper.
1: Gotcha. But then what's it? Like? so then? Cause we didn't we didn't have a chance to read the book yet. Okay. What were, what were, you know? What was some of the stuff that 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 you were? Walk us through some of the stuff you brought. In. You brought cigarettes. What
3: else? I brought cigarettes in. Okay. When you decide to go to the dark side and do it, it's just like anybody on the block. Like you know, you ain't supposed to be hustling in front of the block. But if you hustling, and you start doing it, then you're gonna. Do it. You're going to do it. Go all the way. But hustle the right way. So, man. you know, when I was in there hustling, I. Um, <laughs> when I
0: was in there hustling, that's not funny. I,
3: but yeah. it's, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't condone, like, first and foremost, I don't condone no officer doing what I did. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to say, first and foremost. And that's part of the reason why I wrote my book so I could show you what happened to me when I got caught hustling. But officers got a fickle way of looking at stuff. So now. Me, I bring in liquor. Hmm. It, it was easy to bring in liquor because, like, a lot of officers was drinking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, at the time, which was really, really taboo. Cell phone, like, I bought a little, little small cell phone. The prepay at the time, they all had all the prepay cards. Mm-hmm. So I would let them use the phone, prepay, look, little, little fifteen minutes. Give me the phone back. They give me like five hundred dollars for 15 minutes.
1: Wait, wait, hold on, what? In- <laughs>
3: so you was in cahoots with some of the inmates? Well, I knew a lot of inmates. First of all, okay, when you decide to do some stupid shit like I did, you 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 think about your job, right? And then it's like, okay, if I'm gonna do this, if I'm gonna do this, I'm not gonna just pick a you know, random Joe
2: mm-hmm.
3: out of the, you know, and then it's hard for you to sit there really it's not like they give you they, they, they resume and say, listen, I'm not going to snitch on you. I'm real. I'm a real thorough dude. Everybody thorough. Everybody down to earth. Everybody real. You know, keep it real. But it was a dude I knew from the street that I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? So that's who I started hustling with and stuff like that. And
1: you, you, you gave him a cell phone. got $500 for his phone call. For,
3: every, yeah. Now, you know what? Because everybody lies and say, yo, in the street, I'm making money. In the town, I'm doing it big and this and that. Mm. Listen, son, I can't verify that. But him, I can verify. I know his people. Matter of fact, his people was the one giving me the money, giving me the stuff, and then I, I give it to him. So I knew he had money. You hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, his birthday came. Gave him a little half a pint of Hennessy and an iced tea bottle. He went in sell, cell and felt good for a day.
0: Hmm. So you mainly, you it's not like you mostly helped out people that you knew. That's it. No, no, the, nobody at else. At the beginning. In the beginning.
3: Okay, this is the way it happened. You try to be as safe. Listen, I'm not trying to give nobody the blueprint to be a corrupt officer, <laughs> but you ask me how, you know, what 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 I did, and you try to be as safe as you possibly can, like you in fear. You don't want to go to jail. You don't want to get busted, just like in the street. So of course you're going to deal with people who you feel comfortable with, who you know. Now, who they deal with after you, like, okay. Top's tobacco. You, you familiar with Top's tobacco? Oh no, okay. it's a little pouch of tobacco. At the time, cost two dollars. Mm-hmm. You could give that to an inmate, and he can roll up about little fifty little cigarettes and sell them joints for twenty dollars a pop. Mm. Where it only cost me two dollars, you know, and they make money off it like that. So, so you had an empire in there. I wouldn't call it an empire. It's just that I knew a lot of people.
1: All right, but how did they? Okay, all right, hold up, hold up, because you're trying to, you know, you trying to be uh, peaceful about this. But <laughs> I can't let you be too peaceful because at the end of the day, you know, corruption officer is the name of the book, and yeah. you know, you are self-proclaimed corruption officer because you know you're talking about yourself. You, you, you did you have an operation in there? How much money would you make in there?
3: Um, now you sound like the DA, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um. It's not like I stopped and counted, because at the time, I used to gamble a lot. Mm. So I, everybody knew me around the, in Harlem. I used to gamble. I had the shakes real bad. You know, it was funny. One time I was gambling with my uniform on, under my jacket, and I had beat this guy out at about, like, six grand, and I had to go to work. So I was working in the tombs. So I jet, and I go to the tombs. As soon as I jet, they raid the gambling spot, oh. and he had a, a warrant. So now my job in the tombs when the people came through the tombs was to pat everybody down and, and all so I just finished beating him out of his money. And he came up. And then he came <laughs> in and he and he seen me wow. he seen me. I'm the one taking take everything out your pockets and face for all. So but a lot of a lot of people who I gambled against was in and out of jail. So they knew I was a CO.
0: Okay.
3: So, you know
0: That's wild. You live on the edge, man.
3: Yeah, I, I was Pretty hey, live, reckless on
0: the edge, bro. back there, yo. Um, wow, yo. So, how did your relationship with the inmates, um, like, like did it did, did it help you when you was doing that for for the ones you didn't know?
3: Okay, it was like this: you get the head blood, your head crip, or the head lightning king, whoever running the house, mm. right? Now maybe I don't know him, but the guy I do know, maybe they little stoolie, whatever, right? So if I'm dealing with him, I'm not dealing with you. You don't know me, I don't know you, you know nothing about me. So if I'm hitting him with cigarettes or whatever the case may be, whether you controlling him or not, I'm not dealing with you. So you ain't gonna have nothing on me, no contact with me, no nothing. So he deals with you, and you distribute it to whoever, wherever, this, that, as long as he bring me my money, I'm good.
1: And what, and what was your cut?
3: Um, well, I got my money. I'll tell you, I got my money up front a lot of times. Got it. Got it. And listen, what I, like I said, I I detailed everything in my book. So what I'm saying, a lot of people ain't gonna. You going get foul comments, and he's a crab, and he disrespected the badge. I get that all the time. What it, the way it it went with me is, whoever your relative is, whoever you gonna get to pay me. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is you want me to, 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 to bring to you, I have them, Western Union, some crackhead dude, have him go to Western Union, pick up my money, give it to me. Once I got the money, I'm better than FedEx. You gonna get your product the next day. Hmm. So you had an
1: operation. That's what I'm saying, you keep talking about the book, we didn't read the book. We're gonna read the book, we gonna read the book, they're gonna read the book, but you had an operation. You had an operation, basically. I had a way of doing things
3: to try to prevent me from going to jail. Hmm. And it lasted a while. How long did it last for? It lasted a while.
2: Hmm.
3: I was, okay, I was a correctional officer for 10 years.
1: And how long did it last for? The, the you whole, about, started three About years. six years. <laughs>
3: about it's off and on for six years. Uh, what, what, what was the most craziest thing you brought inside the jail? My gun. You brought your gun in the jail? Yeah. For who? For a guy who's trying to blackmail him. How did he try to blackmail you? Because out in the town, when I was in the gambling spot, we had robbed a drug spot. And then he got knocked later on. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you, you, you
1: play the regular. Come on, Yo. man. Come, come on, Gary. I'm That's playing, true. man. Come okay, on, this is what out, I'm going to say. I, I
3: did a lot of crazy things, but wow. Gary, people, could... people who get these badges and guns, come on. I'm a young dude. I got a badge and a gun. Running around the hood. Hmm. So, you know, tell us the story about the guy trying to blackmail you. What happened was, I was in the game, was like, I told you I had the shakes real bad, and I uh, <laughs> got my income tax back, and hmm. I had my check and everything. And I went in there, and like, in a matter of like 15, 20 minutes, this dude had cracked me to death. Took everything out. And what happened was, another guy got his money taken too. So he told me, he put me onto a spot up in the Bronx. Yo, he was going to do this, he was going to do it by himself because he's just like me, lost all, all the shit in the gambling spot. So I went with him up to the Bronx, and we ran into one of these, uh, I think, I well, I ain't going to say where it was, but we ran in there, and we robbed the, the spot, and we got away with it. How much you got? Well, I had lost three grand in the thing, so me and him split. I didn't get all my money back. I only got like about 1800 after we... But it was better than going home dead pop. Right, right. So, time went on and he's doing other shit. I'm, cause I wasn't, that wasn't my MO, running. So, he got knocked, doing some other shit. So, he came to jail. So, you know, when people come to jail, they think they're familiar with you because they know you. Right, so, right. he was going on some, uh, well, <laughs> you know, trying to, like, if I don't be bringing him shit and taking care of him, he gonna run and tell about that job we did. Hmm. So, I got on my bullshit.
1: <laughs> His face is be good. Cool. <laughs> and what happened? You could you try you want niggas to go get the book and, and they're going to get the book. But when you sit here, <laughs> what you now what happened was? Okay, okay. What happened? An ounce of cocaine for fifteen hundred. You ain't tell me about that. You ain't tell me about different stuff. And now I'm looking. You ain't tell me about these things, man. Come on, Gary.
3: Okay, you did ask.
4: <laughs>
3: you, okay, okay. On, you asked me. Okay, you asked me what I brought in. I, I told you mm-hmm. what I brought in. Right? Respect. OK, it elevated. But before that, how did he try to blackmail you? He tried to blackmail you because he tried to get me to give him money on, on or his he was going to tell. Oh, he was going to tell. Mm, so what happened? So I, I panicked. So I had to do something. I had to do something to scare him not to, not to tell. So <laughs> hey, Flip is crazy. <laughs> so basically what I, I did was I was working overnight and I took my gun in there and I cracked his cell and I pulled my gun out and he was scared to death that I had, what the fuck is you gonna do? Mm. You know, you bringing a gun in there. And I told the nigga, listen, I'm not going down for no bullshit. You keep playing with me, you know, anytime I feel like it, Mm. I can get you. Now him knowing that this dude ain't gonna pull no, shoot no gun in no fucking, how you gonna get away with that? But nigga, I'm not gonna let you fucking snitch me out. But I still didn't trust him because after I did that, he was scared for that moment. Then when I came back the next day, he, he got himself uh put in PC. Protective custody. Mm. So Protective Custody was right under the housing area that I worked in. So I had my boy send a kite down to somebody in Protective Custody to whip his ass. Let him know anywhere you go.
1: And he got his ass whooped. He
3: got his ass whooped. But anywhere you go, you you talking about you gonna snitch on me, you gonna get your ass whipped. So
1: you got somebody ass whooped? Yeah. <laughs> yes, guys. But that. okay, Flip. I'm not gonna sit no, there. Don't, hey, don't call my name, bro. Oh, my
3: <laughs> bad. I'm not a part. Now nah, you're uh, But I'm not a part of this, Gary. Is a, my partner, Flip. <laughs> 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 and, you know, I'm saying yeah, Flip and I. <laughs> but no, but listen, I did a lot of things. That's a wild story, man. You know, I did a lot of things that I shouldn't have. But I'm not gonna sit there. A lot of you and cop out, like, listen, I really was going to church every Sunday, and I, I bumped my head, and I woke up, I didn't know I did all these things. It happened. And mm. in, 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 in the, the, the life I was living, it happened.
1: But I flipped the script. We don't sum things up, and that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to sum things. You okay. cannot sum things up up here because that's not what we do. Okay. We don't sum things up. And and, and I respect, you know, I know that you got a lot of backlash from this because I see, I see now. Now I Googled and I see. Mm-hmm. you know, I need to know these stories because you was fucking gotcha. bitches up there as well. You know what I mean? That's what it says. You was fucking bitches at the
3: prostitute ring up there? Well, I want to call call. Okay, I'm not going to sum it up. I'm going to tell you what it was. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you because that, that right there. Uh,
0: okay, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you
3: what happened. I was at work. No, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it a buck. I was at work and a reporter called me and said, listen, I want to do a feature of your book in the Daily News. So, you know, to get publicity and Stuff like that to sell my book. Okay, cool. I'll do that. I came down during lunch. A photographer took like a hundred pictures of me, and he left. I'm saying, like, well, we're the reporter. Oh, she gonna call you? Next day, I know. Front page of the Daily News. All the stuff that I did that she read in my book. She never interviewed me. I never, she, I never talked mm-hmm. to her. She just took her and ran with that, with that prostitute, and stuff. Now, was it girls in there selling ass? Yeah. Where they like really prostituting, like you no, know, like you see in the street, it's a it's a difference. This is what was happening at the time. They I don't know if you're familiar with the pyramid scheme, pyramid scheme where you get two people. Well, yeah, a, a lot of people know, know about these little pyramid schemes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people was getting a lot of money. It's so a lot of debts, a lot a lot of captains' debts and all this stuff. And Uh-oh. listen, let, let me just say this. <laughs> let me just say this. Forget the prostitution pr- mm-hmm. prostitute thing. People I'm not gonna say just corrections. Every agency, every hospital or whatever, employees gonna have sex. So people just hold officers in a high regard, like your officer, how the hell you be you you having sex on, on Rikers Island? It's relationships, people dating the chicks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you got you an officer and you got a female officer, that's your girl. And y'all working on the midnight tour, and you're sitting in the room, and nobody coming in this room for another six hours, and that's your girl. You're not gonna smash, son.
0: Yeah, I'm smashing. You, you, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so people act
3: like it's so crazy. Oh my God, yo, you're not gonna. I mean, it, people have relationships, got married, and had families. Mm-hmm. You you know what I'm saying? So you don't think during the course of working that maybe once or twice. I know it was more than that, but I'm saying, you think, but so now, either you're going to fast be, forward. Man, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. So now, let's fast forward to the prostitution thing. Dudes was in there tricking up to our officers, spending money on chicks and stuff like that, right? So, word, see, the, the thing people, and this is what I put in my book, uh, so an officer would know not to do the super shit that I did. Sooner or later, motherfuckers are going to talk. Somebody gonna talk because they wanna be the dude. They wanna be the dude that, that I can get you anything and cause they got the CEO on the wraps or I'm fucking the CEO or whatever. They're gonna run their mouth. So this is why I be putting in my book. So if you officer, don't do the dumb shit, cause sooner or later somebody gonna run their mouth. I just had a good run. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So now this female came to me, which I put in my book, Corruption Officer, that um, and man so, was running his mouth to her that I was a connect all in the pens and shit. I got his ass fucked up, but um, she came to me because she was doing her thing. I didn't know. See, like, it ain't like there's a whole bunch of officers that get together and you my worker and we gonna chop it up and I don't know what you're doing. You don't know what I'm doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But shes I was mad that she knew what I was doing. Right. Like how the hell she found out about me? You know, but the thing with her was she wasn't trying to rat me out. She was it was like, listen, you getting money, and you know all the dudes that the dudes that really got money and not the inmates that's sitting there lying to all the females talking about I make money in the town. So she got with me and said, like this, listen, couple of depths or whoever she rocking with, you know, she wanted me to follow her car, right, to make sure she was all right with these cats. She'll get out of her car, I'll be, uh, I'll park she get out of the car, get in the car with this dude, and they go go to the hotel. You know what I'm saying? And when she came back, if she made like $1,500 off the dude or something like that, she gave me $500, something so, like that. She was an officer? It was Some officers, and then there was some... Um, no, but like, was she an officer? Yes. So hold on. But listen, mm. let, me, let me clarify something, because you don't like me summing shit up. <laughs> all these female officers don't do that. All the officers don't do what I did, and all the female officers ain't out there like that, giving up ass like that. Right. All right. So, you don't,
1: get, you, don't, you don't think? You don't
0: think. Well, my thing
3: is it, I'm, that I know of that. That I know of. Okay, listen. Let me let me just say this. In every job or every way you go, you know, there's a there's a flip crazy. He cool man.
1: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, no, he's not cool. He's <laughs> cool man. Yeah, bro. He's got
3: his
1: he
2: stories,
0: love, man. man. He he stories, bro. To love, man. He
1: gets a lot, man. Yeah, he
0: got stories, man.
1: Gee, he not cool yet, man.
0: He hustling. How you hustling in the street? Then come home. Then you see. then you so. Uh, uh,
1: you saying that n- you're not saying all the officers does this, but you right. had a, you had an operation
3: though. Well, you I, had an operation. Okay, when you have an operation, that means you had to have other people, a lot of people under you. Doing. No officer knew what I was doing. No officer was involved with me.
1: But the young lady that was an officer was involved. Okay,
3: but guess what she wasn't selling no she wasn't part of what I was doing with mm. with, with my stuff. So, she was selling ass. That's her own shit.
1: So how long that how long did you escort her? Well, to sell like ass? I said
3: people think that you you did this every day and this and that some of these stuff was just off and on. Got it. Like she may come to me and ask me, you know, this dude right here is he really getting money in the town? Like you fuck with him? I'm like, "Yeah, I fuck with him, blah blah blah." And then I'll tell him you know, this that. And his people will give her the money, <laughs> she'll give me my PC, and then she'll, she'll take so she'll, care of
1: two fucking inmates as well. Yeah. Where would you? where would the inmates go to fuck?
3: It's a hundred million the places book, huh? they, oh. they go to fuck, son. When? You got closets, a bathroom, especially if all other inmates is locked in. We control that. You control that. What they see. Hmm. You know?
1: They said you you were smuggling cocaine inside the building.
3: Yeah, I elevated the cocaine. Cigarettes wasn't enough money, it became not enough money. Let's talk about it. Okay, cigarettes wasn't enough money, so I started smuggling cocaine. For? For what you mean? For whom? For the You want me to elaborate? Okay, so inmates started asking me, instead of just asking for cigarettes, they start asking for coke and all stuff, which I really ain't like to fuck with because cigarettes, I could run around, if a cop stopped me with 100 million cigarettes, right. I'm still good. Once you start getting into that cocaine and all that stuff, that means I could go to jail outside of coming to make sure you are right, mm-hmm. So when I started doing that, it was like, I would bring in large amounts so that I had to keep going back and forth, you know? I mean, I was if you want, I was a scared hustler. Like I knew what I was doing, and I didn't want to get caught, so I tried to take every precaution, precaution, precaution. Because even when I got arrested, they never arrested me with no drugs.
2: Hmm.
0: Smart guy, man.
3: Not really. You see where I'm at? Well, I mean, you
0: know, <laughs> I like your thought
1: process, though. Yeah. You know what but I'm you
3: told they called you a snitch. Well, people call me a snitch because they say I'm snitching on the officers. There's no officer, like this. Think about the word snitch. Snitch is when you tell them somebody they get in trouble for what you, the information you give somebody. Mm -hmm. I wrote my book about my life. No officer, nobody went to jail for nothing I put in my book. So, officers are calling me a snitch because it's like this you're not an officer, you're not a correction officer. So, I'm telling you everything that I did. So, you say you got a friend that's an officer, and you're like, yo, this dude over here said he was bringing cigarettes in and you gonna probably assume which
1: so you ain't telling nobody in in your book you ain't not say no names I'm I'm reading something about the Joyce lady
3: every name that I put in it was changed the reason I did that is because if you work with me flip and I say yo come on Gary man. was dating Gloria in the book you gonna know who I was talking about and that's okay the reason why I say that is because I'm signed to the biggest book publishing company in New York, and they wanted to make sure there wasn't gonna be no no lawsuits. Respect. And so, like, so I couldn't just say, "Flip ate the cookies out the cookie jar." Who oh, me? Yeah, you, you, you get what I'm saying. But well, I'm saying but you still told on somebody, How? and they figured it out. Nobody figured it out. Nobody got in trouble. Are you sure nobody got? I'm in trouble? positive. So why are they calling you a snitch? Because you just you just because they took. Me, I'm talking about the game, the whole game. Because now some inmates probably said, "Now officers can't bring shit in because you 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 wrote that book." Dude, I've been going since 06 and like 20, 30 officers done got knocked doing the same bullshit I'm doing. And they still get knocked to this day. So my book stops nothing. Hmm. Chicks are still fucking, dudes are still bringing shit in. How did you get caught? Snitch. <laughs> but you said,
1: before that we you said you got somebody fucked up. The guy that, that told the girl that you was you got him fucked. How do you how do you go about getting the inmate fucked up?
3: Well, my thing is like this. I know y'all heard about them, um, what do you call it when he uh, they let the inmates fight? We fight club. Know. We want you to tell us. Well, it was a rumor because I never did the that fight club stuff. Okay, put it like this: when I was doing what I was doing, it's just like the streets. I'm I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. It's just like the streets. I'm the officer, so I get a certain amount of supposed to have a certain amount of integrity that you would assume that I'm not doing no bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I would get phone calls from. Other people saying, listen, the squad is coming to your housing area to tear it up. The search is called the search. They come to the house and they tear it up, make sure inmates ain't got no drugs, no weapons and stuff like that. So I get a call that they come in before they come. So I'm the officer in the officer's station. I would take my shit and put it in the ceiling because they had the dogs and all kind of shit. So they come in there and they do what they do. They will never find my product. You know what I'm saying? So now you see how I'm talking to you right now. I'm giving the game away. You dig? So that's what some people are mad at. But Poof! You didn't get
1: that? I got it. But what about the fighting? You you got niggas beat up? How? Okay. Well,
3: I well it's only like a couple of times. If, if off... a month. Wait. Let me let me say this real quick.
1: You not cool with the department, bro? I know Gary, stop, bro. <laughs> stop <laughs> lifting. You're not cool with them niggas. I'm, they I'm fired you. You went to jail, bro. Yeah. You trying to be cool. Stop. I'm not trying to be cool. But, are, Gary. I read but, I, I the shit I'm reading is not what you're saying. Okay. You, you wanna use it to go buy the book. They're gonna buy the book. You have but you have to you not cool. Who, who are you cool with in the department? Let's let's get down to it. Who are you cool
3: with? There's a lot of guys that you know I felt that I let down. In the department. No. I can see you trying to, like, no. I
1: understand, but Gary, your book sound cool. I'm reading this. The clips is crazy. So now you're trying to say, how do you get niggas fucked up?
3: Well, my thing is like this. People got them fuck, got themselves fucked up. This is how it was. <laughs> no. 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 You but, 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 uh,
0: got themselves so fucked up. Well, I'm going to
3: explain Yo, that. You want weird. me to give you a detail? I'm yes, going to give you a detail. Yes, let's please. Let's It was, <laughs> it was, what it is is. I tell you people run their mouth. So when word get around that you that guy, even people who don't know you try to get next to you mm-hmm. cause you that guy, right? So now a couple of times loud mouth dudes come in there, fuck the CEO, fuck that nigga, fuck this, this and that, blah, 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 this and that. I get into a little argument with him this and that. Next thing you know, he going in 60 seconds. Because they figured like if I'm working with you, I don't. Really, if I'm working with somebody, and I'm taking care of him, I'm bringing product into them and stuff like that. Here, this dude making the house hot. Mm-hmm. It's just like the street. Don't come up and shoot up the block and all that stuff. Now you gonna bring cops in? Now we can't make no money.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So we gotta get this motherfucker out here as soon as possible. You know what I'm saying? So they see me riffing with him and he not getting along with the program and everything. Next, you know, he get packed up, get his ass beaten, he out of there. How did they get? Where did they beat them up at? Right in the house. Uh, psh- Oh, you hear sneaker, sneaker tracks. See, 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 ba ba ba, this and Next, you know, he on the gate talking about I can't live here. And I look at him like, I knew you couldn't.
1: Mm. How much niggas you got beat up before? Uh, Two. <laughs> How bad they get beat up? Anybody got Pope?
3: Nah, nah, I don't know. That's one thing I didn't, whether people believe it or not. One thing I ain't believe in, I ain't bringing, I don't want to bring no weapons. In. They make their own weapons anyway. Mm. I'm not bringing no scaffolds or nothing like that because I was a businessman, meaning... If y'all get the cutting and slashing on there, then my house get locked down. When my house get locked down, ain't no money moving. Hmm. So I really ain't want them fighting in there and all this stuff. And I had the worst house in there, 8 Upper. Walk us through the day you got caught. Um, I knew somebody was talking because I got modified. When they modify you, they take your gun in the bag and they say, yo, you did some shit. So now I had did so much dirt I didn't know which which way to defend myself. Right. So I was modified and then I was living with my my girlfriend. They knocked on the door, told me we want to talk to you. So I had been in suspense for like four months. I wanted to find out what whatever's gonna happen, let's go. So I went down and they matter of fact, the room looked just like this. So I sat in the room and they looked at me like you looking at me, Flip. Because they already knew they had me. I didn't I just didn't know what they had. So what what I didn't know is, they got a camera on me that I don't see. Right, I'm talking to you. You ask me questions. I'm like, taking a fifth, whatever. So they said we want to show you something. You see how you got that monitor right there? Then they showed a monitor of me meeting, with one of my inmates' sisters, out in Queens by some bowling alley. Hmm. Now if that's all they had. And it was me. They like they asked me, is that you? And clearly you could see it was me. So I didn't say nothing. I just looked at it, right? And then I just said, no, can I have my lawyer? So once you do it, all that, they already know they got you, but they had the video. So I wasn't you know, too apprehensive about the video, but then when I heard that she was coming to testify and the drugs that I gave to the inmate, was marked and he's coming to testify. Mm. So now if I'm sitting in front of you, Flip, I'm an officer. No, you ain't see no drugs. You ain't catching no drugs on me. So why did you meet her? She's saying that she gave you drugs. Nah, she didn't give me no drugs. This dude said that the which, the marked drugs that we gave her because they was working together with the DOI, Department of Investigation, to set me up mm. and they gave him marked drugs and they saying that she gave it to me. I gave it to inmate, and he gave it back to them. So how did he get it? And that's his people. And here are you meeting their people. So with all that mountain up there in my mind, the first deal that they come with, I'm taking it.
2: Hmm.
3: You know. So in the paper, there was like, I, I'm facing the rest of my life in jail, but I know why they did that. They did that so other officers could see this and not do what I did. Why did he tell on you? Why did he flip on you? See, they, they lie to these dudes and give them some false pretense that they could lower their sentence or that they could get them to a a, 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 a better jail, plus jail, or do something for them like that, but they really can't. Because once that judge sentences you, you giving up me and giving up somebody who's doing some dirt in jail ain't gonna lessen your sentence. Mm-hmm. But they lie to them and get them to think that that's what's gonna happen, and it don't happen because the dude who did that to me, is still in jail. I know. I got people. He's still in jail. Still in jail.
1: So you get locked up. How much time did they offer you? The first, cent- first cent- thing they
3: offered you? Nah, um, listen, I knew I was dirty. I knew I was fucked up. I knew I was doing a lot of shit. And when they came with the two flat, I ripped his shirt off with the pen trying to sign that thing fast before they changed their mind. Because the officers right now is getting like eight and nine years for doing what I did. So. Did you go on the island? Nah, they sent me, they didn't want to go to island because, you know, a couple of my uh, goonies was acting up because they found out somebody snitched on me and all this stuff, and now party done, party over. With. The connect is gone. So they sent me to Nassau County. So I stayed in Nassau County for five months until I got shipped up to, um, you know, downstate. Then I got me uh, Ulster County, then Oneida.
0: How did the COs in there treat you? I did.
3: Well... The, the most I was in the Bronx house, like every time I came down the court, they had to keep me in the Bronx house. So some SEALs whispered to me, Yo, hold your head. That could have been me. Because SEALs know. Mm. They know I speak the truth in my book. It's just that they mad because I spoke the truth in there. You know what I'm saying? They know a lot of stuff in there, what I, what I said, go down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, your boy, Norman Seabrook, right now he in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And when I first. Got locked up. He was the first one in the paper. Oh, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. And like I told you about that, that incident with the guy who got shot, when something like that happens, all the heavy hitters come to the jail where, where where it happens at. And he was there with me and everybody else. His name was on that paperwork and everything. You know, found the gun and all kind of stuff. So when you, when you talk about I'm lying, he was there with me. So they treated you bad? <laughs> um, some of them did, some, for the most part, because I had to deal with my own officers. When I say my own officers, officers from Rikers Island because I was in Nassau County. When I was in Nassau County, it was 50-50. They, you know, they sit there, they stare at you, they, they mumble shit like, how you fuck up there? You fucked up your job. You fuck. Listen, can't nobody beat me up more than I beat up myself, but they, half of them was like, hold your head, because they know as an officer you're about to go through some shit. So them fucking with me ain't gonna make it no worse than what I'm about to you know about about to go through. Then some of them, some of them was like hold your head. Some of them was like yeah, good for this ass. Let's get rid of all these motherfuckers who are doing this shit. So it's like right even right now, it's 50-50. Did you have a hard time in jail? I can't say that I really did. The hardest thing for me was a 22-hour lockdown and taking a shower for one hour and using the phone, going in the yard by myself, stuff like that. Why? Cause I tried to go with my charges, attempt drug sale. Like I said, they never caught me with any drugs. So I'm trying to get home quicker. So I want to go to work release and try to get a drug program. Even though I wasn't on drugs, but when you get a drug charge, they give you a drug program. But the thing is, you got to be in general population. So they asked me to sign in the PC, and I didn't sign in the PC. Not because I was some tough guy. I was scared shitless. You know, but if I was in general population, that means first time offense, attempt drug sale. I can go to shock, I can go and be home in six months. But while I'm sitting there through the process, no, redneck CO, we in the gymnasium full of a whole bunch of inmates, he tell me to stand up. So I stand up, he said, how long will your correction officer on Rikers Island? So now everybody looking. Mm-hmm. So now since I didn't sign in the PC, now we gotta put you I got to put you in PC because I need to get my officers. I need to keep my officers protected because they got to protect you. So I can't have you running around general population. So now when they put me in PC, no programs for you. You ain't going home in six months. You're going to do that whole little two years.
1: Hmm. How much bitches you fucked on
3: the island? Lost count.
1: Hmm. You fucked inmates
3: and what Nah, I never worked in a woman's house and I'm not gay. Call me. Follow
1: me. Did you fuck any you fucked officers? Of course. You Who paid didn't? them? Huh? You paid them?
3: Nah, I didn't have to pay them. I think. Nah. <laughs> That's a funny guy. <laughs> he did it. Right on time, though. Nah, I didn't have to I didn't have to pay him. But I had money. I mean, it was like I mean, to me, it was a fun time being a correction officer. Cause COs party Monday through Monday. No matter what. Uh people have relationships. I'm not gonna say people be fucking. Yeah. People have relationships. It was like it was like a, as, when I first got on there, it was like a big party. You 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 go to CO parties, everybody got money, they do it big. You meet chicks, you're getting drunk, you fucking you get to know them. Yeah. It happens. You know? For me, a couple of times, I mean a lot of times in jail. We were drunk, eating this and that. Fucking. All you brought was drugs, cigarettes. Cell phone. Cell phone. Coke. Coke. No weapons. Nah, I never brought no weapons. I didn't have to breathe. They already had their own weapons. Plus. You got two niggas beat up. That's it, two.
1: You're lying. Okay, three. <laughs> got them beat up.
3: Well, yeah. If yeah. you threatened what I was doing. I had to do something, get you up out of here. Why you didn't get no correct? You ever got
1: a correction officer beat up? Nah. So y'all yeah, stuck together.
3: Well, no, they don't stick together like that. They stick together. Okay, let me stop. If an inmate fucking up an officer, even if the officer don't get along with that other officer, they're going to stick together. Hmm. They're they going to stick together. Hmm. And then they're going to go back to fighting each other <laughs> in the locker room. you know. But they always show a unified front in front of the inmate. You get what I'm saying?
1: I understand. Do 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 uh do correction officers fight each other?
3: On oh, oh, All the time. Over women, shit like that? Yeah, a lot. No. Chicks fight each other? It <laughs> happens.
0: <laughs> you laughing at. <laughs> um That's a crazy guy, man.
1: <laughs> Let me ask you one more question real quick. Talk to mm-hmm. me. Do you regret any of this?
3: All the time. Like I said, though nobody you don't believe me. He don't believe me because it sounds like course, I. I, I well, listen, that. I'm not going to tell you it wasn't a good time mm. for me. No, because where I, where now,
1: are you trying to get a job at the Corrections again?
3: No, you think you think I'm trying to <laughs> like get them to <laughs> beg <we> go, forgiveness <laughs> and uh, listen, them niggas,
1: <laughs>
2: them Corrections, they hate
3: me. Straight, you know, they hate me. The only ones who still mess with me is is my homeboys. That was. Tight with me, there. Right, right. That see, even officers who know it go down like that. They don't, they don't fuck with me. They hate me. I'm a piece of shit. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm sitting there trying to be modest so that they can like me. Right. I don't give a fuck what they feel about me. Mm-hmm. You know nice. what I'm saying. I don't, I don't move on. You know, a lot of them don't like the fact that I got another city job. I get the same benefits they get. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And the reason I get like that, because I was a humble dude and I was like, listen, let me stay out the limelight and this and this and that. Cause I I wrote my book, I wrote three books. I wrote my book in jail, hmm.
1: you know,
3: as uh like therapy, writing down my shit, getting, you know, get my shit off and this and that. And when I came home, I ain't no shit about Facebook. When I came home, I'm going to look for a job. And you see the same way you can look up and see what I did and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Every time I went for a job, ping. Mm. And everybody come ask me, yo, why, you, how you fucked that job up? Mm. And I regret, I regret it every day that I fucked that job up. That's why, see, these corrections got a, a funny way of looking at shit. If you read my book and you a CEO, you are gonna know the shit not not to do,
2: right.
3: and you are gonna know what what the fuck is gonna happen to you if you get get knocked. But some of them have this thing like, fuck you. You disrespect the badge! I'm not supporting you. I'm not buying. You ain't got to buy my book. Other people are buying my book. Right. I'm doing my thing with my book, in my life. We
1: can see. <laughs> you plug it in every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you plug it. It's in my book. Is it like?
3: We understand. Okay, but Gary, we, you
1: can't we, but do. But my, my main thing is this: okay. you had to know what you was walking into. You had to know. You had to know that we asked for details. Yes. You had to know. You had to know. So paraphrasing, you're not going to get away with it. Okay, got you. You can't paraphrase. (laughs) This ain't CNN. I saw your CNN. Yo, Gary, I'm never coming here again. (laughs) He said, this ain't CNN. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't CNN. It ain't. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, the thing is that we like to be honest. And I understand that, you know, by speaking on the platform, especially a platform like this, it can open eyes. And you're not trying to... You might be cool. I think you're still cool with some correction officers. I'm cool
3: with a a lot of them, but I respect them and I don't. Got it. I don't even let people know who I'm cool with.
1: Mm.
3: You know what I'm saying? But because I respect the fact that they still acknowledge me as a friend or just like, you know what, I might not like what you did, but we ain't going to be drinking buddies. We ain't going to be hanging out. Right, right. And shit like that. You know, but I got a couple of them that still want to hang out and this and that. And out of respect for them, because I know how COs think. I know how they how they how they move, so.
0: I really don't fuck with. So, uh, um, <laughs> what you say? Any CEO ever saw you like outside of off duty? And A lot of times. A lot of times.
3: A lot of times. Lot of time. Listen, I get threatened all the time on Facebook when they see me in the street. They don't yeah, do that. They, they, ain't, they ain't really about that life, fuck right? Fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> what you know about? Um, talk to us about Warden Belly Billy, what you know about him?
3: Cool dude, and cool don't dude. start no shit because uh, I'm uh, not gonna I, talk no shit about nah, Wharton Belly. Nah, nah, nah. nah, I swear, you know. nah. <laughs> Look at him. That's <laughs>
0: one of those setups. <laughs> setup
3: line, setup line, right? <laughs> First <No>, Is <line. laughs> it right? Right? Nah. Nah. I'm gonna tell you. I had see at the time when I was there, Wharton Bailey was in charge of uh, like a special unit, tactical unit that came in, and they where I was at, they whipped ass. Mm. Go ESU. Oh, oh, oh. He was in charge of them. I'm not saying that he did anything malicious. They had a, a a thing called ESU, with officers who worked out all day and trained all day and everything for these inmates that were, you know, too much. That was really too much for regular officers. Hmm. So ESU would come in and, and and do their thing. And he was Warden Belly was at the time to me was real militant. You know, he had them locked in, locked, you know, on top of their game. Hmm. So, I never worked for him or directly worked with him, but from time to time he was in charge of a unit that went from jail to jail. So, every now and then he would come through my jail. And, oh, that's, that's what, cool, dude. Everybody knew him. Hmm. But he was about, every time I saw him, he was about his business. So, I really had no direct dealings with him.
1: Okay. I want to ask hmm. you an honest question. Yeah. Were you aware of any other corrupt CEOs during your time?
3: Yeah. Later on, like when I first started doing what I'm doing, I don't know what you're doing. You don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And then as time went on, one of my inmates came and told me, listen, your prices are too high. Hmm. <laughs> you know, somebody else rocking on the other side of the jail, I can get it from him. So here we go with the streets. It was just like the streets. Hmm. Yeah? You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, like I said, when I got arrested, it was six of us in the paper. I only knew two of them and they weren't even in my jail. So what they did was they they had me for what I was doing and they waited. They waited a whole year getting, lining up other people. And then when they got it over, they wanted to make a big thing like, oh, we got this big sting that's going on. But all of us didn't even know each other. Two of them were cooks, you, hmm. you know what I'm saying? But that's the, that's, that's the big t- deterrent. We had this big major sting busting all these people, bringing in contraband. Like, we all was there together. I don't even know these dudes. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but if you ask me, yeah, I knew about other CEOs doing this shit. Did you write about them in your book? No. Nah. My book is about me, but that's enough for you. My book is, is about me, and you asked me my book. I'm not plugging my book. You said the book. No, no, no. I, I,
1: don't mind. I, I, don't, I don't mind now, but you know you were plugging your book a lot. Is that what they teach you as far as, like, you know, it's a good promotion tactic, we, but with people like us not
3: gonna work too well. Is of course, I see that. <laughs> I, I see that. that. I Flip. I don't, I don't, I don't love, love that, that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I see that. Yeah, I like, like a lot of stuff. Is, okay, I'm gonna put it like know, this. Man, it's
1: not seeing. It's not those shows, man. You had to know, bro. You had to. <laughs> That's alright. You thought you try to come in here and do fly by night? Nah, man. <laughs> <Tree, tree, laughs> duck wig duck. Nah, yes. Let, yeah, thorough. Dangerous. <laughs> no, nah, yo, man. You were living a foul life, Keep it a hundred. Yo, I was, I was fucked up. Yeah,
3: I was out there smuggling coke. You boofed it? How you got it in there? I didn't have to boof. I walked in with my uniform on. He's good. Who going to check me? Hmm. But don't it go? the alarm go off? And who going to check me? The person checking me, I play basketball with him. We go partying together. I lose money to him on the Knicks. He ain't checking me. Mm. And guess what? Sometimes I don't remember one on the gate door to check it. <laughs> Dirty as a motherfucker. <laughs> what gangs were you cool with in there? Everybody. Anyone who wanted to make money, Bloods, Crips, Latin King, it didn't matter. You didn't even have to tell me you was a gang. It didn't matter. But I was, was I was cool with a lot of them. It helped me out when I went up north. Hmm. They labeled me bulletproof. I mean, don't touch them. Why not? Because I was cool. I I I took care of a lot of people. Cause it wasn't all about selling drugs. And I was just tell you the truth, I was too cool for school. Meaning, from the street, I know people. Even if it was as simple as, "Oh, you locked up. You want me to tell your mom something? Mm. This and that. You ain't got no clothes. You ain't got no money. Here, twenty hours commissary. Twenty hours go a long way. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, but it was still wrong. Everything was still wrong. Totally wrong. And I, I and I put that in my book. I didn't listen. I'm not here to make make sure. <laughs> fuck you, Flip. <laughs> yeah, Yo, because soon as I said it, I he, he cheated. Uh, but I'm not sitting here to make you think I was some kind of. Stone Cold Gangster to just, you know, mm-hmm. I went in there with a plan to, to tear up the jet. Nah, it just happened. I learned it, I saw it, it happened. It's just like, you ain't no drug dealer, but if you see all your boys selling drugs, how hard is it for you to see what they doing and do the same thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Do you label yourself a corrupt? Because that's why I'm gonna name the title. I was corrupt. I'm gonna name the title
3: of "The Corrupt Correction Officer." That's corny. Why? Because <laughs> I'm the corruption officer. That's all you need to say.
1: That's the name of his book, by
3: the way. Oh, so you want to promote <laughs> your see, book? No, no. Because it, listen, it the corrupt correction officer. Okay, that sounds cool. <laughs>
1: no, you're right. You're right, corruption officer. You're right. You're right. But was, but see, listen, look, we got to show. We got to show respect. You're right. You're right about that. I, I definitely, uh, I definitely respect. Like that. I like, yeah, I like that. I'm too. gonna
3: tell you, the first time I saw it, I was on Fox Five News. And it came on, it was like, we're here with corruption officer. I was like, oh shit. Hmm. I'm a corruption officer. And then, and it, now they call me, CNN, everybody call me because I'm the corruption officer. Meaning, you know all about being corrupt. Last week they wanted me on go on Fox 5, but see, really they just, like, listen, I'm not really here just to be ratting out officers of the obvious. The billionaire guy hung himself, right? He hung himself. He was supposed to be in PC. Well, they said he was on suicide watch, right? Okay, that means suicide watch means somebody sit there and watch him 24 hours a day to make sure he don't hang himself and kill himself, right? Once he said, "Okay, I'm feeling good and I'm not going to kill myself," he's still a billionaire. He's still supposed to be in protective custody. I mean, you still got major eyes on you. You don't go nowhere without a CEO escorting you. So, how he was able to hang himself, I don't know. You think he really hung himself? Um, I don't know. I don't know because let's think, let's, come on. You want to think really 007 James Bond shit? Somebody went in there and hung him? The officer, if, if an officer went in there and hung him, they, they paid him a lot of money. And then you're not going to be able to spend that money because they're going to be, everybody who worked that around him, they're going to watch your bank account. They're going to see if 10 years from now, all of a sudden you buy that little private island. Listen, so are you really, I mean, I don't know if he really hung himself. You know, some people do strange things. If he knew he was guilty as hell, and they was really going to give him 100 years because he was trafficking, what, trafficking chicks and all that kind of stuff? Children. It's just like we said before. You don't know who's doing what. Now, here's a billionaire dude that could probably buy any chick, go to the bar, go to a the club. They know, know any chick could give you anything you want. True. But you want to do this with little kids. Why would you?
1: Is there a group of y'all, like like a Facebook group or a forum? What, for
3: corrupt officers? <laughs> that's,
0: a, that's crazy.
3: Hey, hold, hold up, crazy. Hello. No, no flip. That's probably the craziest question. Flip, I'm gonna keep it a buck. When I, when I went up to Oneida, oh, there was a whole bunch of us. Yo. There was a whole bunch of officers that got in trouble. That's a crazy question. You know, nah, but it's a good question yeah, because I'm, good. I'm shocked that he. You is. Know, <laughs> but you know why? Because people don't realize how rampant it is. No, how it's almost the norm that you expect the CEO to do right. some stupid shit right now. Right, right. So that that's a real valid question. You know, people get in certain situations. Mine's was divorce and child support, and I know a lot of CEOs who, like me, go out on a limb. Okay, they garnish my check. Let me go get a security guard job. As soon as you get the security guard job, they garnishing that too. Mm. You know? So a lot of officers that came behind me that did the same thing, child support was like one of the number one reasons. So
1: why did you get a divorce? Or did that too private?
3: Um, I just got a divorce because shit wasn't working out. I'm not going to drag her through the mud. I'm not doing that. I, got you. I, respect, I respect that. So shit Appreciate. wasn't working out. I was one of the major reasons, running through the jail, drunk driving, hitting and running. So... <laughs> what's the matter
0: that's nah, not funny <laughs> like, that, la, that last question was crazy <laughs> <Shit>. I'm just
3: <laughs> well we actually a unit a, a bunch of us <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, on Facebook like yo what up boy <laughs> yo. you were doing you, you was doing drunk driving and hitting runs and stuff what I'm trying to say is I was
3: running through the jails with the chicks mm. she everybody was did your wife catch you? Nah, it's just that we fell we fell apart, you know?
1: Respect. Well, I, respect I respect that. I, mm-hmm. I say that's a touch. You know, you have two kids. Yes. The age?
3: Uh, my son 32, my daughter 27. Oh, damn. You're young, right? man. You don't look old? How old are you? 51. I'll be 52 in November. Oh,
1: shit. Wow. Damn, that's good. You don't look that. Yeah, you look good for
3: your age, see. man. You ain't seen my hair. At (laughs) least he mine. (laughs) Jin (laughs) Queen. Why
1: won't we w I yeah we got a little more? Yo, that's a good Yo funny. Oh my god. So to wrap it up, what message you have to the officer? First of all, is there anything because I'ma be honest, if I see something after, I'm going to (laughs) feel away. I'm gonna feel away. I'm gonna feel hurt that you didn't come and you didn't share it with me.
0: Okay.
3: I tried to answer all your questions. You, you, you did? I tried to. <laughs> no. You did? Come on, G-Boy, what's up? But, well, <laughs> but I'm saying, this is your show, right? So if you see something, you gonna edit it and you gonna. Nah, we don't, we
1: don't edit. We don't edit. Oh, okay. We don't edit, man. That's what we try to tell you in the beginning.
3: Uh, a lot of my friends were excited that were coming to flip the script. Oh, word? Yeah. Wow, shout
1: out
0: to them. Because I'm dope. telling you,
3: Cashflow is like my, me and Cashflow Pops is, is like this. Shout out to Cashflow. And I said, yeah, I know Queen's split this, that, yo. <laughs> he crazy. My boss. Shout out to my boss, Breezy. <laughs> he was like, yo, he going to ask you some shit. So <laughs> you, know? you knew, but when you <sighs> tried
1: to come and you tried to they Ring Around the Rosie, and they come nah, on, gee, Nah.
3: I tried to answer everything.
1: No, but you would try. What to, you want me
3: to do is this: I took the knife out and I stuck it in his eye. No,
1: no. But you. <laughs> but you were saying things and saying you could get it in my book. I, I get what you're doing. I, I get, get it. And all the right. book, the book is number one. We're gonna. I definitely want to, you know, uh, promote, you know, the book. But um, sometimes you have to just, you know. Is there any messages you have to the correction officers not to do... Okay. You know, any messages to the correction
3: officers that you wouldn't want them to do? Okay, my thing is, as a correction officer, remember why you got that job. Mm. That's number one. Supposed to be to better your life, whatever. Whatever reason you got that job, stick to that. That's mm. one. Amen. If you got a spouse or a wife or something, a husband, that's not a CO, stick with them. Mm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And... Don't shoot the messenger. Meaning, a lot of correctionals are mad because I wrote the book, but they're not even mad that the shit was going on.
2: Mm.
3: You, you see what I'm saying? Because it's like, when I got in there as a a, a a New Jack officer, like, I don't know shit. So they sitting there, they talking about the union ain't shit, and they talking about this one ain't shit, and this and that. I don't even know these people. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? But now... If you on the outside, if I say, well, you know what they said? They said the union ain't shit. Now you're mad at me, but you feel the same way I feel. Mm -hmm. You you know what I'm saying? You wanna call me a snitch, but at the same time, if you really don't want people writing books, if you really don't want the newspaper tearing correction officers down, police yourself from the inside. If you know this motherfucker doing some dumb shit, this that, check him before it get out. Because then when they get out, you sitting there, you sit there with these same dudes, that you, have, you rub elbows with them. Soon as this dude get caught for bringing drugs in, now you're shitting on them, but you were sitting there just rubbing elbows with them. That's real. When you could have checked them right in and there, and they wouldn't have got out. There was only one dude, I'm gonna say his name. His name is Officer Gross. And he came up to me, he said, I should whip your ass. He said, because I'm getting word that if you want to get rid of all the drugs in, in C73, get rid of Haywood. You know what I'm saying? He said, the only reason I ain't whipping your ass because I don't know if it's true or not. See, this is at the end of my shit when I knew motherfuckers was running their mouth too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my message to them is, you ain't got to read my book. You know what I'm saying? Police yourself on the inside, then all these officers who really hold a badge in high regard, then you won't be all upset because ain't nobody getting busted no more. Ain't nobody doing dumb shit. But see, you got, you, you got this fictitious wall of blue and you act like you loyal to one another because I know. I know you're really not. You put on that facade on the outside, but I know it's pandemonium in there. And you can't tell me I'm lying because I've been gone since 06 and people still getting caught doing all kind of shit, brain and shit, all kind of stuff. Craziness. Look, Duke, I really got stories for days about the craziness that, that go on. But a lot of that stuff is in the paper. It's in public knowledge right now? So, my message to the correction officer is go get my book. It's going to let you know what not to do as a correction officer. You don't like that, huh, Flip? I do. Nah, no,
0: but what we're going to do now is as you wrap it up, I want you to officially plug your book now. You know what I'm saying? And on uh, three books that you got out.
3: Okay. Um, My first book, go get it Corruption Officer. It's about my life.
0: What can they find of that?
3: Barnes Noble, Amazon, online mm-hmm. and everything. Second book is coming out after the series. There's a series from my first book that's in the works with uh, <laughs> Will Smith and it's gonna be directed by Antoine Fuqua. And that should be out sometime next year. That's when I'm dropping my second book, Copstitute, what would you do to feed your kids? You know, so it's about the female officers because a lot of people, wow. like like one thing, when you hold law enforcement in high regard, and when a law enforcement, especially if you know them or you 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 can get in contact with him, why you do that? Why you fuck up that job? That's that's all that there is to talk about. Why you fuck up that job? Right. And everybody got different reasons for fucking up the job. There's a lot of us out there. So constitute is based over what? The prostitute officer that you knew? It was is the the title was constitute What would you do to feed your kids? You know what I'm saying? Because I saw a lot of single female correction officers struggling. Mm. You know, because they got no good niggas like us. They, they, they whoa, had this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, okay, they got no good Negroes out there that treated them bad. You said like us, I, I, you know, what no. makes you a good nigga? You well, know, I didn't say, I said us, you I, said I include us. me. I didn't say you, Flip, I said. I ain't a good nigga. Well, <laughs> see, so what you whoa, whoa, whoa for?
1: Because, I'm just saying, what okay. makes you a good nigga?
3: <laughs> You what know makes you, what
1: makes you a good nigga though? He no, said us. He I said, said
3: us. no good, Negroes. Meaning females. Okay, some people get this fictitious thing oh, gotcha. that when you become a correction officer, your life is I know, <laughs> I know, you, I know you <laughs> fuck. But but what I'm trying to say, a lot of sisters struggle because I see a lot because correction got this rule that says mandatory overtime. We don't give a fuck birthdays, holidays, mm. anniversary, Christmas, wow. your kids, this and that. So imagine you got kids in school. And I tell you, you can't go home. Your school calling, you know, this is the third time you can't, you ain't pick your kid up. Next time you're going to pick him up from the precinct. Mm. So now they're getting ACS cases, you know? So cops are too, yeah, it's about chicks in there giving up ass and doing all kinds of stuff. But it's, it's more than that because it, it, it focuses on the struggle of female correctional because it's it's doubling for them. Worse, being a female correctional. You got some strong female correctional. One taught me the job when I first got in there a female, Mm. you know what I'm saying? So I take my hat off to a lot of these female correction officers that's doing it, single mothers. Because they tell you in the academy, get a backup babysitter for the backup babysitter for the backup babysitter, because we don't want to hear it. When I tell you you got to stay, you here. So that's what copstitute is about, it's about you know, being a female correctional, attractive, this and that, dudes hitting on you. M.H. want to get some pussy. Other COs, your captain, your supervisor want to get some pussy. And some women capitalize off that. I got kids to feed. Hmm. And the third one? That was, that was the second one. That was two, right? Third one is called House Gang. And it's about a blood, a crip, a Latin king correction officer. All of them correction officers. That shit sound real.
0: Is it going to be a series too, right? Get,
1: it's a series. Like... Netflix. Well, uh hopefully. So no, you know about no. gang member correction officers?
3: Yeah. It's in the book. Hmm. Flip asked me. Flip asked me. <laughs> Flip well, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I was just a shock Because I never knew no dude at first. No dude blood, no no officer of mine that's openly like I'm a blood, you know. But as the younger people start filtering in and getting these jobs. You saw shit, you know. the First blood I knew, officer was a female. And they was fucking with her. I'm, I'm running. I'm Big G. I'm running over there to help out. Black did all kind of this and that. You don't know who I am and uh shut it down. I'm looking at her. I wanted some pussy, but <laughs> what's her name? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you anybody's name. I know. I know. I'm joking. I don't name no names. That's one another thing they mad about. I ain't named nobody name in the book.
1: But you're saying that you knew a Latin King officer? You, so you saw gang member officers? Yes,
3: definitely. Captains. Captains definitely. too? Yeah. Like I said, ain't nobody going to jump out there. But then at the same time, like, like even like Warden Belly said, you seen tattoos.
2: Hmm.
3: You know? Come on, everybody know it was.
0: I want to see the series. I want to watch the series. It's gonna bro. be crazy.
1: So, so the
0: Facebook Yo, man.
1: So the Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's,
3: that's,
0: that's gonna
1: go. That's gonna go crazy. That's the. Just- the Facebook
3: page is the crooks that slip through the cracks. Let <laughs> no, me stop. Ain't o, no Facebook
1: o, o, Ojo's Ojo though, man. We, we definitely appreciate you coming up here, man. I appreciate y'all um, for having Ojo's side, man, I think Great. that, I think, yeah, it's dope, man. It's yeah. Had me sweating
3: under this <laughs> Yeah,
1: man. Nah, you know what it is, though. I just, you know, we got to give the people, you know, what they want, man. And, and nothing, we're not here to get anybody indicted in trouble. You know, when I say names, I'm just joking. Cause mm. I, I don't want you to name me. Well, that's
3: anymore. one good thing about me. I already did my time for my crime. Yeah. White folks always say, the son of Sam law, he, you, 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 you can't make no money off, well son of Sam law says I can't profit off my crime if I have victims. I ain't got no victims,
2: hmm.
3: you know? It's not like I'm like you know, your boy, son of Sam, he killed all those people, then he wanted to sell it rights to the movie. And there was like, well, the family gonna get that money. Dude.
1: What, son of Sam?
3: It's a law, son of Sam law. I didn't know that. I know because going into this business, you gotta you know, you gotta do your research on everything. You know my story is no different than somebody in Don Diva magazine when they were talking about, oh, I did this and I did that. You know what I mean? Gary Haywood, everybody. Gary
1: Haywood.
2: <laughs>
1: I like this episode, G. Yeah, it's sure? good. It's good. That's
2: a good
0: guy. You Strong, I
1: just, strong name, man. I just want to see it. I, I want to go to that
3: Facebook group. Definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, I definitely. Uh, uh, uh. There's a, a bunch of correction officer groups out there. No, I saw one of them before. You no. Know, and they, a, lot of, a lot of them talk shit about me. But you're an officer. So keep that same energy. If you really feel that bad about what I did, then make sure you don't go down that path. Good for you. Mm. You never got attacked by any officer. No. Nah. Because guess what? Listen, I already know the rules and regulations about being an officer. You roll up on me, I'm gonna make you pull that thing out. You're gonna have to use it. And then what? Well, your job gonna be fucking around with a loser like me, remember? Do you feel you're a loser? No, that's what they feel, but my thing is, you if you feel that strongly for the job, that when you see me, you wanna go do something, come on. Really, son? <laughs> Get your pension, son. Leave me the fucking love. On that note, where can people find you? I'm not going to say that. No,
0: I mean, social, you got social media. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> On
3: Facebook, Gary Haywood. Instagram, Gary Haywood. I got my own page for correction officers who do things wrong called Corruption Officer. For real? Yeah. Oh,
0: shit. You take this shit serious. <laughs> you gotta huh? No, but listen.
3: Listen, when I, when I say I'm going to write the book, you know what I'm saying, I mean, I'm going to keep it a buck. I got all everything from inmates. Inmates say, y'all not correction officers, y'all corruption officers. So when I'm just putting everything together, I was looking for a title. Hmm. Corruption officers. I got a, I got my own action figure. Go on my page.
0: So you got to give 10% to the inmates, man. Well, for that name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, i fuck with you. Yeah. You're still corrupted, though. Think so? I can see it in your eyes, man. You don't give a fuck, do you? I do. See, see. I think you give a fuck about people not fucking see, up. See, the
3: funny thing, Flip, is this. I don't think you give a If I system. really gave a fuck, first of all, I wouldn't have wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Second, I wouldn't have even came up here to no interview. CNN, Eleven, nothing like that. Because I do care, but I don't care about what no officer That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not arrogant to the point like, yeah, I was over there. I was flipping grams. I was killing these niggas. No, it was. I'm telling you a real story about why I did this.
1: I think you care about. I don't think you want anybody to go down your path. But I don't think you give a fuck about what anybody think about you. Nah, I don't. You can't.
3: You can't flip. You's a crazy motherfucker. I seen your shit, son. (laughs) If you was thinking about what somebody think about you, would you be doing? Come on. You know what I mean? I wrote my book. Because I, I tell you the truth, I really wanted to enlighten people. I wanted oh. to tell them, I wanted to tell them, this is what's going what's going down. And a lot of people kept asking, how you fuck up a good job? Mm-hmm. Every day is not a day I don't wake up and look at my, you know, and say, what if I didn't do that? Right. I'd have been retired right now, all kind of shit. So I already know I fucked my shit up. But you know what, I got another city job. you
0: good.
3: Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Sound know. us out, G
0: And I know we out of here man Great episode You know what I'm saying Learned a lot today You know This is a, this is a solid guy right here You know what I'm saying with, with, a, with a Very strong first name You know what I'm saying <laughs> oh, We got same same initials too That's crazy GH Oh yeah 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 uh, See I do I, I do I like this guy wow. He, he, no, he, he, he can be cool, twice, yeah. he cool He cool again oh. man <laughs> He cool again <laughs> Yo uh, Every Thursday We have Tipsy Tomato Man Tipsy Thursdays I got Georgie hosting now on um, Once a month karaoke you know Georgie right your friend you no know? you guys are not cool anymore oh yeah yeah shout out oh my god anyway every Thursday pull up man we we in the building um yeah you know what I'm saying dope episode man I had a good time appreciate you coming out this, this is the, this thanks this, for having me this was this nice
3: is, I like these kind of interviews you do know? you appreciate it I do listen do you really listen sometimes flip is the questions you ask then the answers you're gonna get you, maybe you're not asking the right questions Mm. You see what I'm saying? Cause I answer it, whatever. Mm. Like I'm gonna be honest, one of the one of the the, the, the things that really be the only thing that get me leery is the snitch shit. And I'm glad you focused on that because I don't think I'm no snitch because I didn't tell on nobody. Respect. I, I I but see people, officers, and people, street people that call me a snitch never read the book. So how you how you know what I did? Mm. You know, if you didn't read the book, how you gonna judge
0: I can see why they're saying, why they call I, you a snitch. Though. I see. I'm, I'm not
3: saying that they, you know,
0: you are, but I can see why. I can see why. Dude, I, how? I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's... Nobody got incarcerated. No, I'm not saying it's correct, but I'm saying I can see their minds, their mindset of why they would, why they would call him a snitch, is what I'm saying. I but they're, not, they're saying that he snitched on the game. I can see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I can see why they would say that. I'm not saying that right. I can see why they would say that. Because you
3: know what? You go to jail, and then you come, now you're talking about what yeah. you did. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah.
0: You, you, you're telling... They, he's telling the game, like you said. He's telling the game. So they're like, why are you doing that for? Are you snitching? Yeah. And their mind is like, he's snitching. I could see why they would say that. You know what I'm saying?
3: But, <laughs> but I thought snitching, if you get somebody in trouble. Right. So what's wrong with you? Right.
0: He's not getting anybody in trouble, though. You're so a dangerous guy, bro. I, I could see why they would think that. And, and their mind. <laughs> why?
3: Why? Why Why could you see that?
1: That's like, all right.
0: That's like me growing up on a certain block, right? Mm-hmm. And I come on this platform right here today. Right now, I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? The way you sell drugs is like this and da da. You can quote this way, you can do this with My friends and I'm block the block, I'm like, yo, G, why are you snitching? I'm about
1: the block. I got it. I got it. They yeah.
0: first they first initial thoughts gonna be like, why are you snitching, bro? Gotcha. I didn't say nobody's name in the block. But yeah. I'm just saying, yo, where I'm coming from, this hobby you gotta do Even you
3: dry snitching.
0: Do you well, feel
1: like you were dry snitching?
3: I don't feel like I did nothing. I feel like that in my book, I said, I'm Gary Hayward. This is why I got caught. These are the things I did. This is why I went to jail. And if you do the shit, doing the shit that I'm doing, you're going to go to jail too. That's exactly my sum up, sums up my book right there.
1: Okay. It's Queen's Flip, URLTV.tv. Mm. <clears throat> Listen, man, dope episode. <laughs> I'm not joking. You know, we had a correction officer before, and then we, yeah, <laughs> we didn't really. That didn't go the way we wanted to go, but this one went pretty good. What do you think, G? Honestly, nah, I like it a lot. Don't 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 fry. if we don't like it, let's say let's nah, say. I, it for I like me. it a lot. I
0: like it a lot. I feel like we, you know, I feel like we um went through the story pretty good. You, know you know asked some man? good
3: questions, even though you were laughing.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I know because I've been interviewed, son. You said what? I said I know because I've been interviewed a lot,
1: and I asked good questions.
3: Yeah, you asked good questions. You like this interview? Yeah. I don't. Mm, listen, kind of, I know. Kind of. Listen, I like it, and I say I know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a lot of derogatory remarks, and you're gonna get all kind of shit. No,
1: nah, but we don't care said. about that. I, I, I'm a face value person. I think you came in very respectful. You was cool. You know, I think I don't. I I think that it's great that you're trying to help the younger people. You know, not go. You're not glorify you. And you try not to glorify it you know that's the angle you came from of not glorifying it's just the type of person that I am I wouldn't let that go (laughs) you know what I'm saying but if you ask me personally I don't get anything about you glorifying I think that I think that I can see you know you know you fucked up I can see that you beat yourself up about it before and I can see that you know in order for you to make amends just to if you can get somebody else not to do it you're fine that's it and I respect that that's it. Salute to you, man. Appreciate it. Remember, lock your doors, close your windows. Wait, hold up. Make sure you follow at Flip the Script Pod mm-hmm. on Instagram yes. and Twitter. At Flip the Script Pod.
0: At Queens Flip with a Z.
1: And at DJGMoney156. That's a fact. Hopefully he gets to give the guy some money to take the name, the real Day. <laughs> we get him verified, He <laughs> not, not even using the junk. Yeah, he's like, he's right. sitting right, there he's... corny. Nigga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> G. He not cool, man. Nah, he not cool. Nah. September's looking good for us. That yes. is September. Yes. Lock your doors. Close your windows. Close your blinds. Open your blinds. If you see a nigga like Gary on your lawn, nah, That's Gary. That Gary. Nah, that Gary. Don't be afraid to use your firearm. I'm from that's Queens. It.